Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord God, for every blessing, Lord God, that you are giving us, Father God. Thank you for blessing our friends, our family. Thank you, Father God, for every believer in you, Lord God, and just open up the door of purpose in their life, Father God, and just allowing their gifts to make room for them in the time, Lord God, that it's necessary for it to bloom. Thank you for your healing and thank you for the podcast on today, giving us what we need. In your name, we pray. Amen. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope and I pray that it is a blessing to you and for you. And I hope and pray that you receive whatever it is you need to hear on today. The reason why you decided to log on to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, I can tell you that if you logged on here, that means that you want to experience some victory in your life. Yes, we are speaking up on victory today. Victory, victory in Jesus' name. I hope and pray that um, you receive whatever it is that God needs for you to hear. <laughs> um, because I'm not just on here talking for my own good. I'm here on here talking to hopefully encourage, to motivate, to inspire you in the things of God. Um, and just in just life. <laughs> in just life. Here is today's affirmation. Here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, we want you to be affirmed by speaking the word of God and by speaking life. Here is today's affirmation brought to you by Romans 12 and 2. I have received that through Jesus Christ, I have been transformed and made new in my mind. I choose to walk in the newness of my mind and be not conformed to this world. I hope and pray that today's affirmation for the month is a blessing for you and to you. Now back to the show. a beautiful thing when you come into the knowledge that God loves me. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to come into the knowledge that God loves you. And it's even more beautiful when you begin to receive the fact that God loves you. There are sometimes some things in my life and it can be little small things, you know, little small things that sometimes, you know, we feel bad about that. It could be, we maybe have said the wrong thing and just kind of like, oh gosh, oh gosh. And we question whether or not God loves us. And, um, you know, we feel some type of way about it. I can tell you something. There is nothing that you can do that will take the love of Jesus Christ away from you. It says in the book of, um, I don't, in the, somewhere in the New Testament, what shall separate us from the love of God? What shall separate us from the love of God? Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. Um, he loves us. Um, he loves us for no reason at all <laughs> because he is love, because he is love. And um, when you receive his love into your life, I'm telling you there, there's a, that's a whole new window of just, I don't know, like, uh, it's kind of like, Lord God, you still love me? Even after all of that, even after, even after, even after all of that, you still love me? You still love me? Even though I haven't been acting right, you still love me? You, what do you, 
And it's kind of like when you come into that, how can you not give to God? How can you not give of your time? How can you not give of your resources? How can you not give of just your gifts? How can you not give towards God? When you come into the light and the knowledge of how awesome of a God that we serve, he is the true and the living God. And he makes himself known. He makes himself known. In more ways than one, um, he speaks to us. He he communes with us. He he fights for us. He um he pushes us towards um the different things in life because he wants to see us blessed. Um, I will say uh, he is a motivator. He's God, the motivator. <laughs> um, and so he molds us. He's a beautiful and everlasting, and long long lasting God. Um, so I just wanted to, just to share that and say that with say that to you on today. So if you need some love in your life, y'all. Let me tell you the best place that you can go get it. Allow God to heal whatever is broken in you. Um, and the reason why I say allow God to heal whatever is broken broken in you, I'm not just saying that just to be saying it. I'm saying it, one, because I've experienced God um, healing the broken parts of my life. And not only that, um, it also creates relationship and fellowship with God. Um, when you allow him to say, you know what, Lord God, there is something in me that's broken. There is something in me that is causing me pain. There is something in me that is causing me to just not feel the best about myself there is something in me that's giving me a, a negative perspective of things there is something in me that's not right and when you begin to confess those things to God and he begins to take you through this process of healing and he puts you on his surgery table and he begins to work on you and you can cry to him you can mourn with to him you can talk to him about your problems you can talk to him about your issue and what you begin to experience is this loving natured God that comes in and wraps his loving arms around you and lets you know that first Hey, I got you, daughter. I got you, son. And you begin to experience God in a way that is so intimate. It's a blessing and a beautiful thing to be intimately connected with the one who created you into being for a purpose, for a specific purpose. Um, and I believe that uh, fellowship with God is a very needful and beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, very needful and beautiful thing. And so, um, if you need to experience that in your life, one of the thing, first things you have to do is stop looking to people because people will let you down. Stop always trying to find it in people. Now, when you find God in people and when he send people to encourage you, yes, he will. He will. But the thing about it is when you search out people, you don't know what you're looking for sometimes. You don't know who you're looking for sometimes. You may say, well, I'm used to this person encouraging me. I'm used to this person motivating me. But that may not be the person that has a source of what you need. God is a source of, um, of what you need. And when you begin to invite him into your situation, when you begin to invite him into your circumstances, when you begin to invite him into your life, then you open the door for him to speak to you, to minister to you, to love on you and the way that you need to be loved on and minister to. God knows the best possible protocol solution. He has the best blueprint. He has the best prescription plan that you need in order to heal from brokenness, in order to heal from brokenness. Um, and so I do hope and pray that just saying those words to you, you are inviting the Lord in more into your life. Um, I'm just, uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You guys, I'm telling you right now, um, I'm just looking at my life. The last past few days, I'm just looking at my life and I'm just like, you know what, God, <laughs> I know I served. I know I serve the true and living God because there were some things in my life I'm looking at, Lord God, how in the world did I come back from that? And I'm looking at my life and I'm just like, how in the world is my mind able to even 
of like process that? How in the world um, did I not lose my mind? How in the world did any of these things that uh, occurred um, happen in my life and I'm still standing and I get back up and when I do fall, I get back up with more zeal and more joy and I get back up with a more desire wanting to serve you. I get back up ready to fight. I get back up every time and it's just kind of like, I know that there is I'm serving the true and living God. I know that I'm serving the true and living God. I wasn't gonna say I know that there is a God, but no, I have to re rephrase it. And when I begin to think about the different things that God has brought me from, delivered me from, how he has carried me through the different storms in my life um, to mount me up uh, uh, as an eagle, uh, to fly above the storm. And I'm just, where the sun is always shining. I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful. Uh, I'm grateful. I'm a little sleepy too, y'all, but that's okay. It's okay though. Yep. Um, just learning different things about my life and uh, man I could tell you something uh, I'm going to be honest here you know going through a transformation process is not easy you know how it says he transforms our mind transformation ain't easy because you got to shed the old stuff in order to become new and it's not always easy it's not uh, I would say sometimes you have to cry through the process Sometimes you don't understand through the process. Sometimes you may wish to die through the process. Sometimes, you know, you may feel different. You may feel angry through the process. You may get frustrated through the process. You may get flustered through the process. It's not always easy transforming. Transformation is not an easy process to go through. But I can tell you one thing about it. It is a well worth it process it's a well worth the process because you're going through those things with god in order to evolve into something new a beautiful creature see we always we all go through hurt and different heartache and pain and different things like that um but it's a blessing when you're going through different things in your life and it's for the transformation evolution of something new and real and exciting in your life and that opens up the door for blessing in your life it's better to um, suffer with christ than it is to just suffer alone um and so um, just a different, just thinking about life. And I'm just kind of like, you know, it's better to suffer with Christ than to have to suffer alone. The different things that I've gone through in my life, I, I wouldn't have wanted to go through them without God. I wouldn't have wanted to go through them without Jesus. I'm like, I don't, I would, I don't think I would have made it to 33. I don't think I would have made it um, this far. I don't think I would have got back up with such joy, such zeal. I don't think I would have made it without him. And so it, it, I'm just like, if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, I'm just kind of like, you don't know what you're missing out on. You don't know that good thing that you're missing out on. He is the good thing in our lives. Um, and so he is the blessed hope, that blessed hope that the world needs, that blessed hope that we need. And I hope and pray that whatever it is that you face in life, that you know that you have an advocate with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I hope and pray that you will receive that into your heart on today. I'm going to take a little pause and we're going to um, hear a word from our sponsors. with us here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. For just $35, your ad can be featured here. And for another $10, you can have a graphic design made with your company logo and business. Sponsor our show and grow with us here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. For more details, contact Lynn Stacy at 501-541-6292. That's 501- 541-6292 or email me lynnstacystudios at gmail.com that's L-Y-N-N-S-T-A-C-Y 
studios at gmail.com. Be blessed and remember to always go forward. Now back to the show. When you're walking with God, I feel like you can draw inspiration from anything. And so when I think about a sponsorship, you know, that means they cover the cost of something, right? That means, or they they buy into what you're doing. They're, they're putting their resources towards seeing you, watching you grow. And so when I think about Jesus Christ, I feel like, you know, Jesus is our sponsor on earth. He's He sponsors us and he, provide, he puts the resources towards us in order to see us grow, in order to see us win, in order to see us um, prosper and live in life in abundance. Um, he puts his resources of joy. He puts his resources of finance. He puts his res- different things in life that we that we need um, and so that we can prosper and grow in life. And I believe that that is a blessing. Uh, a steadfast sure blessing um being part of the body of christ um and so just thinking about that and we just um, heard a word from our sponsorships you guys i can tell you that um even in that by faith speaking it by faith walking it by faith talking it by faith living it by faith and i'm going to tell you something about faith boy i know god put it in me <laughs> Because there are some things that he has told me to have faith on, some things that I have had to have faith on. And I'm just like, Lord God, I don't know that I'm going to make it. <laughs> and it's like, it's hard. It, I can't stop believing him, though, because it's so ingrained in me that, that God, I know you can do it. And I know that you will do it because you would have spoken it. I trust what you would come, what's coming out of your mouth. I trust what's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> and so, that's for me. I'm just like, I trust what's coming out of your mouth. And so I, 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 I can't stop believing it <laughs> because it's coming out. And so that puts you into a weight and hold. And yes, I did get out there because you do get like that sometimes when you're trying to have faith and it's kind of like it's been taking a long time. But things don't always happen in the time that we expect them to happen in. <laughs> they happen in the time that God needs them to happen in. The time that he knows is best for you. And for those who is going to bless, some things are for a set time. I would say when um, Joseph, he was ready to get out of jail. He was ready to get out of prison, right? <laughs> he was ready. He was ready. That's why he told the baker and the bread and the not the baker, the baker and the cupbearer. When you when you when that when he restores you, make sure that you tell him about me. They didn't. Well, not, well, the baker couldn't because he died. But the the other one. <laughs> The other one, he could have, he could have, but he didn't. So who created the opportunity? God did. But did he create the opportunity when Joseph probably wanted the opportunity? No, he did not. <laughs> he did not. I don't think he if I, if I if the memory serves me correctly, I believe it was probably like a year later after that. Joseph was in jail for what, two, three years before God finally sent uh, Pharaoh a dream, a dream. He finally sent him a dream. Y'all, God could have got him out of there the next day, but that didn't occur. But I can tell you this, he didn't allow that cupbearer to forget Joseph. He remembered Joseph a year after he had left jail because Pharaoh was, it, it, it pres- I'd imagine when I, if I got, if he got out of there, he probably was like, well, I just got out of there and I want to make mention of him right now because uh who who knows if he was seeking god for an opportunity or not to be able to present joseph to him we really don't know <laughs> but we do know that god responded to joseph and it was in the set time that it was needed because 
It was in the set time that was needed to promote Joseph. It was in the set time that it was needed to help his brothers. It was in the set time that it was needed to reunite him with his family. I'm pretty sure Joseph had some lonely days, lonely nights. He didn't get a chance to say goodbye to his father. He didn't get a chance to say goodbye to his um, brother that was born by his mother. He didn't get a chance to say, um, he didn't get a chance to say anything. He was going and he had just got that coat made by his father. And they doggone dipped it in blood, y'all. He didn't get a chance to do any of that, those things. But by the mercy of God. See, sometimes when things happen in our lives, they have to take their course. And let me tell you something. When things have to take their course, it's not always easy. It's not always easy, things having to take their course. See, we get, we get to celebrate because we read about the story of Joseph and we see how God brought him through and we get to celebrate his life. But y'all, he had to live it. He had to live it. He was a he was a, a probably in his teens, a, a still child, when he got shipped off as a slave into Egypt. And he wasn't until he was in his 40. Do you see how much time was lost? How much time was lost for him to build that relationship with his 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 brother? I mean, his other brothers, because if you notice, there was Leah and there was Rachel. And so um, it was two born of Rachel and Joseph was one of them and Benjamin was the other. And the other 10 were born from the other wife, Leah. And so he didn't get a chance to, when I say his other brothers, I'm talking about Benjamin. He didn't, I think it was it Benjamin. Because he didn't get a chance to, you guys, I'm asking y'all like, y'all better know this word. Let's give y'all opportunities. Let me go back and read this, okay? He didn't get a chance to say goodbye. He went to talk to his brothers and his whole world changed. And it changed in an unexpected moment. In an unexpected moment, he got shipped off to some strangers. I'm trying to put this in perspective for you guys. Why it's so important for us to recognize that God loves us. Why it's so important for us to be able to see God. Why it's so important for us to develop a relationship he didn't expect to be he didn't expect to be sold into slavery. He didn't expect for his brothers to put him in a pit. He didn't expect that. He was uprooted from everything that he knew. Everything that he loved. His whole world changed that day. And he ended up in this strange place with these foreign gods. And he said to had to hold on to the truth of what he knew. Even though he wasn't around that truth anymore. But he was because God was with him through the process. And something that we have to understand and realize and recognize is, is that God is with us through the process of whatever he has allowed into our lives. Or whatever he has allowed us to have to go through. See, if, 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 if Joseph hadn't have been shipped off though to Egypt. The famine would have occurred. So Joseph really, in a God allowing this, he was going before his brothers. Because God was getting ready to put him in front of a man by the name of Pharaoh. That he needed to go before. And the only door that he had to go before Pharaoh was going to have to be through God. And he had to suffer just to get to the point of destiny. Just to get to the point of destiny. 
Christ had to suffer just so that we could get to the point of destiny. So he could get to the point of destiny of being able to save us. That's why this ain't no easy, easy way street, but it is an easy way street because Jesus is what covers us, uh, covers us from our sins. He gives us grace. It doesn't eliminate suffering out of your life. If you read the word of God, we don't find that it's a sufferless. It's not when there's no suffering in the Bible. We don't find that. But you can see from the time man started on earth, man had to suffer through some stuff. Starting with Adam and Eve. Y'all, she lost her son. To, her son killed her other son. Suffering. Suffering is not anything that's new to man. But Jesus became the answer for us. He became the answer that we needed. And it's still the answer. Joseph was doing well, serving well when he was in Egypt. He was already in a foreign place, wanting to go home, trying probably trying to figure out how to get back there. Trying to figure things out. You know how you get yourself in a predicament and you're trying to figure it out. I'm trying to work this out. I'm trying to put this puzzle piece there and nothing seems to be working. But what he didn't understand, God had a greater purpose for him. Understand you miss home, but there's a greater purpose and a greater, greater work at play here. Sometimes you have to recognize and realize there's a greater work and work and purpose here. So what did Joseph have to hold on to when he couldn't hold on to nobody else? He had to hold on to God. He had to hold on to his faith in God. And in the midst of serving, he did nothing wrong. Potiphar's wife lied on him, all because he wouldn't sleep with her. She was trying to cover her tracks because she was the one that was seeking it, the wrong, seeking to do the wrong. But he, he, he I would say he took the, he took the, he bore that weight. Just like Jesus bears our weight and we have to bear each other, he bared that weight for her. And God put, allowed, God allowed, I ain't gonna say God put, God allowed these two, two people that were in there for a thing that Pharaoh sent them for. They were close to Pharaoh. God had to send people in there that were, that were with Pharaoh, that were close to Pharaoh. And it couldn't be confirmed by just one person's dream. It had to be confirmed by two. And so there's this baker and this cupbearer in here. And God gives them dreams. And so we, we find where Joseph's gifts are put on display. And they are connected to the one who has the power to get Joseph out of jail. These two men, one of them has the dream that they're going to be restored. The other has the dream that he's going to die. And both things come true. And Joseph tells him, when Pharaoh restores you, remember me. What's it like when you tell people to remember you and they don't? Or at least they don't remember you in the time 
that you need them to remember you in, that you desire for them to remember in, that remember you in, that you want for them to remember you in. You have to remember that God doesn't forget. God remembers us even when everybody else has forgotten about us. God remembers us and he sees our faithfulness. He says, he that sees in secret will reward you openly. That's what he was talking about when it came to prayer. God sees the secret things that you have been doing in the background that he's going to reward you openly for. But you got to wait for his timing. You have to wait for the opportunity he creates in the way that he wants to create it. See, God can connect you with people that you otherwise wouldn't be able to connect to without God intervention. God intervened on Joseph's behalf. Even in the midst of his suffering, it didn't look like God was probably moving it. It didn't look probably like God was working, but he was working it all out. To bring Joseph into the place and into the point of destiny he needed to be. So what did he do? He gave Pharaoh a dream. And it just so happened to come by the cupbearer's ears and he remembered. God calls for him to remember Joseph. And he begins to tell Pharaoh about this one that was locked away. Sometimes we feel like, you know what? God, I've been locked away. Is this the end for me? Is this the end of my purpose? Is, is this how it comes to an end for me? I did no wrong. Is this the end for me, God? And the whole time, God was only preparing you for what you were getting ready to step into. The story of Joseph. So Joseph, so Pharaoh calls for Joseph because he needs it. He needs, he doesn't understand. Why did these skinny cows eat up these fatted cows? Why did this occur? Why did this happen? He seeks for the answer. He seeks for answers. Do we still have leaders that seek for the answers of things that they don't understand that come from God? Because there is an answer. And God has just the right person to give it to you. So he goes and he gets Joseph. They bring him before Pharaoh. And Joseph, this Joseph that went through suffering, this Joseph that was sold into slavery, this Joseph that was betrayed, I would say, this Joseph that was lied on, this Joseph that was forgotten about, this Joseph, all of that, it would have made, you would have thought that he would have forsook God. I've heard so many people have a testimony of forsaking God because of different things that happened. Joseph didn't forsake God. He understood that God was the answer. And when he brought him before Pharaoh, do you not know that he honored God? He said, Pharaoh, God would tell you the dream. It would be God that would tell you the dream. 
I'm going to provide you with an answer, even though I'm locked away because Pharaoh hadn't sent him free yet. Even though I'm bound in your court, God will provide you with the answer. And so Pharaoh tells him the dream and he begins to interpret. His gift made the necessary room that he needed to be delivered out of the pit that he was in. We have to understand the thing about gifts. Sometimes the gift that God has placed within you is the very thing that you need to pave way for your deliverance. To pave way for your deliverance. That's the story of love with God. He blesses us in ways that we can't understand and comprehend. And you may say, what does it have to do with love? Everything. It tells how Joseph maintained his heart for God. And it shows how God didn't forget Joseph. He prepared him. He blessed him with favor. And he brought him to the point of destiny. And then he recovered him and his family was reunited. He's a redeemer of the time. He didn't allow his father to die. Before he got a chance to spend the time with Joseph and for him to meet his wife and his sons. And he was able to be reunited with his brothers. And it shows the forgiveness that Joseph gave to them. It shows the forgiveness. Can you imagine 20 plus years? At the while, you know, you, you get used to some stuff, but that's a long time, y'all. I know we celebrate over the fact that God gave him victory. But when you begin to look at the timeline on that and you begin to make it applicable to your own life and how if that was me and it was like that long of a time, I don't know how, how would you have responded? God knows the necessary heart that's going to fit the bill for the job that's necessary to bless the earth. And Joseph, Joseph had the necessary mindset, necessary heart to fit the bill for what God needed to be done in the earth. So when you see different people and they're called to do different things in the church and the body of Christ, when they're called, not something that they're forcing because that's what they want. It's because God knew that they would fit the bill. He knew that they would fit the bill. He knew David would fit the bill. He knew Elijah would fit the bill. He knew Elisha would fit the bill. And I hope and pray whatever God is calling you to do, that first you will recognize how much he loves you. And then I hope and pray that you recognize that through whatever it is that you may have went through or gone through, that he loves you, that he loves you through it. And he continues to love you and he won't stop loving you. And if he brought you to it, he is more than faithful to bring you through it. I hope and pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you. And I'm going to go ahead and end it with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for just sharing your love with us, Lord God. 
Thank you, Father God, for just engrafting our lives into this love story that you have written, Lord God. Through the, through the blood of your, your, your son, Jesus Christ, God. Thank you, Father God, for just your mercy, Lord God, that you have shed upon us, Father God, and given to us day by day. Father God, you are the, you are the savior of our souls. Thank you for every victory won. Thank you, Father God, for just giving us the minds, the hearts, the will to endure. There is none greater than you. And we bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed on today. Hello, I'm Lynn Stacey. I encourage you to become part of the movement. The movement of making Jesus bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.